0: Are you eating enough California walnuts? Is your mind as sharp as a Santoku knife? If Maria's mother had three children and the first child was named April and the second child was named May, what is her third child's name? Did you answer maybe, then no, then some name that wasn't Maria? Maybe it's time to start snacking on walnuts. Research continues to assess the connection between eating walnuts and cognitive performance. So the next time you're at your local Lucky or Lucky California, grab a bag of California walnuts.
1: What's up, everybody? It's your boy, B. Scott, with the Philadelphia Eagles. I just want to thank you all for tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe to the show and leave a five-star rating. Fly, Eagles, fly.
0: This is a Brawl Network production. You're listening to the Eagles Brawl Podcast. Eagles! Here to take you on the road to victory. It's Connor Miles, Ed Cross, Johnny Page, and Tyler Steege. It's Connor Miles, co-host of the Eagles Brawl here. I just want to give a quick shout out to one of our sponsors. That's Manscaped. Go ahead. The holidays are here. It's time to get your loved ones trimmed and nicely trimmed that is by going to Manscaped.com and using promo code BRAWL. That's B-R-A-W-L to get 20% off your order plus free shipping. You know it. He knows it he needs to trim up, go to manscade.com, get 20% off your order and free shipping when using promo code BRAWL. B-R-A-W-L. Support your favorite Eagles podcast, Eagles Brawl, when purchasing an item off of manscade.com and also take care of that person you love. What's going on everybody? It's Eagles Brawl co-host Connor Miles. And I just want to let you know about our partnership with DraftKings. Football is here and so is your shot at millions. Thanks to our sponsorship with DraftKings, all new players can play for free for millions with your first deposit. So let me just let you know how it works real quick. So you go to DraftKings and you create your first ever DFS account with DraftKings. You make a deposit minimum $5 and DraftKings will credit your account with a free entry to numerous of contests that can win you Millions. Just go to dkng.co dot co slash brawlpod to play. That's dkng.co dot co slash b r a w l p o d to play. Quick, act quickly. This offer won't be around forever. Minimum five dollar deposit. Eligibility restrictions apply. See draftkings.com for details. And go over there and sign up and support your favorite Eagles podcast. Eagles Brawl.
1: Okay, everyone, welcome to another edition of Turning the Page on the All 22. With me, Johnny Page, we are flying solo today, um, seeing as it's nice and early over here in Britain, so I think most of you Americans, including Connor, are fast asleep. So we're going to keep it very short and sweet. We're going to break down a pretty horrendous game from the Philadelphia Eagles losing to Dallas Cowboys on Sunday. And um, it's going to be a little bit different today because, to be honest, we're coming to the end of the season, and I think there's one thing on our minds, which is the quarterback position. So I'm not going to break down a great deal else um, from the game except for the passing game this week because I spent a lot of time breaking that down. If you want probably even better analysis, go on my Twitter. At Page 9 I put a long thread out, which I'm sure if you're listening to this, a lot of you would have seen already. Um, I expected it to get a lot of hate, and it did indeed because, of course, as I did say when I posted this, that I was not killing Jalen Hurts, I was not being overly critical, I was not proving a point um, however I know how some people will take it and I reposted it as BG, to BGN as well B- Green Nation as an article and there's a lot of comments about how uh, why are you doing this to a rookie quarterback oh, this is his third ever start, you expect this blah 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 and yeah that's true, uh, Jalen Hurts didn't play very well this game, in fact it was one of those games that when you watched live I thought Jalen Hurts played quite well and Well, not quite well. I thought he was okay. I thought he was obviously very, very bad at the end with the two interceptions, but I thought he was okay for the rest of it. But actually re-watching it, I think he played a lot worse than I initially thought. Um, This was a really poor game. And my job and everyone else's is to evaluate the quarterback position. So, yes, he's a rookie. Yes, it's his third start. That doesn't mean that there's a a few concerns here that we can talk about. Um, The other thing is, which I think is really important to know, is these concerns were concerns that we had from his college take. So this is nothing new. And that is a bit worrying because some quarterbacks come into the league with a better understanding of the pro game. Um, We go back to Carson Wentz, who's obviously had a very bad year and criticising Jalen Hurts does not mean I'm saying that Carson Wentz played well. But I was talking to this to a few people yesterday and I remember specifically week one of Carson Wentz's NFL career versus the Cleveland Browns. He was processing the field, hitting full field reads, hitting backside receivers, something that Jalen Hurts simply cannot do at the moment. And that's unfortunately where he came from college. He came from a very simple offense that was a lot of RPOs, a lot of quick stuff, a lot of one read and then run. And at the moment, he's not a very good pocket passer and he's not seeing the field clearly. The other reason why I went into a lot of detail on this Fred, was that I think Doug um, deserves a lot of credit for the game plan he called. And there was a lot of fire, Doug. Doug called a rubbish game, 17 points versus Dallas. Doug's got to run the ball more. Well, the running game isn't working this year very well. And even with Jaden Hurts, Miles Sanders' yards per carry is not high. And I think something ridiculous like 20% of his runs have come on three long runs. So we can talk all we want about running the ball well, but you have to actually have a sustaining back you have to have a sustaining offense and the passing game should have worked. there was no reason for Doug to change for the passing game this week he was calling a number of plays that were wide open there was multiple plays where Jalen Hurts struggled to see the field if you look on that thread you'll see I broke down a few of them he missed um, Miles Sanders on a very very wide open angle route he missed Jalen Rager on a post at um, in the back of the end zone Probably the worst one, in my opinion, was when he scrambled for 11 yards because he completely missed a wide-open Greg Ward on a post-cross uh, combination with Zach Hurts, took away the safety. And Greg Ward was literally running wide open, two, three yards separation, giving a 30, 40-yard touchdown, at least a 25-yard gain. Instead, we got an 11-yard scramble. Doug also had some very, very nice wrinkles in this game with the quarterback running at times. Hurt still had 10 carries. There was also a very nice sort of fake quarterback run and a throw to Dallas Goddard on third down. So this was a game that Doug called a really, really good game. And unfortunately, for not the first time this year, his quarterback failed to execute. So why are we talking about Jalen Hurts so much this week? Well, I think some of it is now the defence has got more film on him. And this is why you don't judge a quarterback after four games. You judge him over years of tape, including his college tape, which if we go back to was not as good as a first, second round quarterback should have been. And I think most of us knew that. That's why I was surprised when he was taking him a second round. When you watch the film of Jalen Hurts, it's obvious he's an elite athlete. And I think that speed has surprised me just how quick he is. But that means he does not play well in the pocket. He's too reliant on his speed. There was a very simple um, two man concept at one point in the second half. So in the second half, the Cowboys went a lot to a lot of cover two. They sat basically with two safeties high, really far deep, and said, You're not going to beat us deep. Can you pick us apart? Dink. Uh, dunk style, and they also played um, a lot of three-man rushes. So Hertz had a lot of time to sit in the post, uh, to sit in the pocket, sorry. And very simply, he didn't do it. He tried to bail out. And the most obvious example of this I posted yesterday was a flat corner combo that they ran, where the tight end ran the flat, and Travis Fulcrum ran sort of a corner route. This is, if you can picture this in your mind, but if not, as I said, go to the thread where I posted all of this on uh, my Twitter. This is the easiest cover two beater there is. You run a flat combo, you put that cornerback out wide in a bind. Does he drop deep to the corner out? Does he play the flat route? It's a really simple read. You're reading one defender and you've got two receivers. And the safeties were so deep at this point. This is about as easy as a read as it gets. And the corner sat on the tight end, which means Travis Felgham is wide open on a corner. And he just doesn't throw it. And it actually looks like there's pressure. It looks like he gets sacked. But you watch the U-22 angle. He runs into pressure. He leaves an empty pocket. That is as easy as it gets at the NFL. You're talking about a flat corner combo against cover two when the safety is that deep. If you can't complete that, unfortunately, you can't start in this league. And I'll say that about any quarterback. That is as simple as it gets. However... He's a th- what happened in this game, I think, more than anything, was the Eagles got behind. The game situation got away from them. The third downs weren't becoming touchdowns. The third and 20s weren't becoming 40-yard touchdowns to Quest Watkins or whatever anymore. And he started to press, and we saw this from Carson Wentz as well, is that Jalen Hurts had to start to press because he was losing, as the Eagles have been for a lot this year, hence why they've only won four games. When you start to press as a quarterback, we saw what this means with Wentz. You start to force balls. So suddenly Jalen Hurts went from somebody who wasn't throwing any interceptions to throwing two at the end of the game. Why? Because he starts to press. When you start to press, you also see the lack of receiver talent it becomes more evident. Unfortunately, you don't have a you don't have a guy just running down the field who you can just launch it up to when you're struggling as a quarterback, and he'll make ima- um, incredible catches. The Eagles haven't got that. So it was a really really poor game from Jaden Hurts. It was a really good game by Doug, in my opinion. Um, other little bits. To so sort of note out, I thought also Jaden Hurts' ball placement was weak at times, which is a bit of a worry over the middle in particular. However, you did see some excellent excellent accuracy looking at the deep 80-yard touchdown to the Sean Jackson. That was a brilliant play by Doug as well, sort of a post-cross, but using a sort of bunch formation on the right-hand side of the field to not give away that it was going to be a shot play. Ball location there was really good. There's also a deep throw to Chris Watkins where he extended the play in the pocket and kept his eyes downfield rather than running and showed off some decent arm strength down the field as well. I think the more I see of Jalen Hurts, the more I think actually arm strength is fine. However, arm strength is a very relative term. Does arm strength matter? Lots of these discussions. In my opinion, yes, it does. I think if Jalen Hurts is sat in the pocket with... No no one around him and he can step into the throw. I think his arm strength is fine. Unfortunately, the best quarterbacks in this league, and you look at the Josh Allens, the Aaron Rodgers, the Patrick Mahomes, their arm is so good that they don't need to step into throws. So they can complete these balls with people around them. They can complete these downfield throws off-platform with... Um, NFL defensive linemen crashing down on them. We have not seen that from Jalen Hurts yet and I think that's because his arm is fine. It's not bad. It's doable. You can start an NFL with his arm. Joe Burrow just came out number one overall and he is nowhere near got the arm talent of some of those guys we mentioned. He had a very good rookie year. What I really want to see this week though is I want to see Jalen Hurts now bounce back. I want to see a lot better um processing in the pocket we talk about this a lot what does processing actually mean I mean eliminate what isn't there and then get back to what is there quicker great example of this was his second interception this week where he was reading the left hand side of the field and there was a wide open receiver on the right hand side of the field he should have read the left realized that this wasn't open and got backside quickly instead he kept staring at the left kept staring at the left and by the time he'd come back to the right hand side and thrown it the Cowboys defender was there to intercept it. That ball should not have been picked because it should have been thrown earlier. And that's what I mean by processing. It's eliminating what isn't there and then getting backside to what is there. On a few other notes, um, just really quickly... Um, on the overall offence. I thought Jalen Rager had some really nice reps in this game where you saw some explosiveness, which is good. I think next year you can feel pretty comfortable with him being your sort of movement Z. I do think they will have to look at the exposition though because Travis Fulgham has not done it recently and Ashon Jeffrey shouldn't be there. So they might be in the market for a number one receiver again. I thought Zach Ertz, again, didn't have a very good game, but I thought there was a couple of occasions where Ertz missed Ertz and Wald over the middle where he sort of bowed from a pocket and they eventually came over open versus zone. I also think the offensive line was pretty decent. I think Jordan Milata had maybe his worst game in a while, and I think you saw some weaknesses with him being asked to block as a sort of more traditional drop back offense. However, the upside of Jordan Milata is the screen game, the run game, the way he moves is unbelievably good, and I think he's more than worth building around next year as your starting left tackle. Running game, as I mentioned, didn't really get going. It starts early on with a lot of sort of zone read, and the Cowboys eventually sort of crashed down on that. And I think one problem that Eagles have struggled with this year is they haven't had a more power back, um, to run a bit more, um, down the middle, to run a bit more power. I think Miles Sanders is very good as a runner, but I think when you take away that zone read, you take away some of the concepts that you're doing, he's not really going to knock you over. In- inside running game with pure strength i think he does still need a bit of space to get going so it'd be interesting in the off season to see if they see mole sanders as a number 1 running back or whether he's more of a 1a and they could do with a 1b um i think that's pretty much it for the offense um as i said i don't really, it's not about killing the quarterback this is not This is nothing about Wentz. This is nothing about my personal preference about who I would want to be the quarterback going forward. This is simply about what I saw this week on the tape. And you saw a young quarterback, which is very common, who was too eager to bow from the pocket and was not very good at processing and getting through his reads. That is very common. But when coupled with the fact that his college tape was like this as well, you have to start to ask yourself the question whether Hertz will ever succeed in an offence like um, what Doug wants to run here. And I think what's interesting is if you looked at the and um, Greg Cosell, who put a brilliant scouting report on Jalen Hurts pre-draft. And in my opinion, he basically got everything right. In his opinion, um, he mentioned, as he sort of has like his overall, And I'm going to bring it up here so I don't misquote him. He says, in his opinion... And um, the question with Hurts is whether you can run a conventional NFL offense, or do you have to think in terms of Lamar and build a foundation with a quarterback as a runner and not a distributor in the pass game? Then he sort of mentions, could he become Dak Prescott with development over time? This would be what's really interesting. I think if you keep Jalen Hurts going into next year as your starter, you trade Wentz, It's going to be a lot of interest about whether Doug is the right coach for him because I do think Doug runs more of a conventional NFL offense. I don't think Doug will want a quarterback, but he has to build around as a runner. It could be, that if you want to build with Hurts, that he's simply never going to get through his reads. He's never going to be a fulfilled um, sort of progression type quarterback. And you deal with that. That means you don't give him the passing plays that Doug gave him, you maybe scale it down even more, try and build around an elite running game. But that's really hard to do. Um, You will need a very good running quarterback. And even then, if you've seen from sometimes from Lamar Jackson this year, defences can adjust. And I think Lamar has a significantly better arm than Jalen Hurts. So It'll be really interesting to see what they do this Sunday, whether they keep opening the playbook for him like they did this week. There are quite a lot of concepts this week. The flood, three-level stretches, the angle routes was there, the post-cross was there. The, they they, threw, they, run, they ran dagger a few times as well. Um, Doug sort of bought out all of the old hits uh, in this game. On to the defence really quickly, and I'm not going to defend Jim Shorts because I think we know who Jim Shorts is right now. Yes, the Eagles got killed um, on defence this week. Essentially, the Cowboys have three elite receivers that are better than anyone the Eagles have got, and that causes you matchup problems. And the Eagles had one elite cornerback, and wherever they put him, the Cowboys simply went to the other side of the field. When they, I understand why he didn't want to put Mills there earlier, because Jalen Mills was good at safety, and they had very, very young safeties, but I think he was too slow to react. But when we think about what Jim Schultz does, what does he do? He simply wants to have more numbers than you do in the box, which lends itself to being a very, very... Single high defence, a lot of cover one, a lot of cover three. Personally, I think that was a wrong option this week. I think he should have gone cover two more. I think he might have then got killed by Zeke Elliott. I think that's a very fair point that Jim. if Jim was listening to this, he would say, well, then we get run over. But I would have almost taken being run over slowly and giving up four or five yards, six rush, rushes rather than the big plays that they did. Um, I think if you can try and force an offence to sustain it for longer, it's harder than simply giving up the sheer um, deep passing plays that the Eagles did end up giving up. Anyway, that's a very short summary, um, but we will leave it there for today. Any feedback, as always, tweet me at Johnny Page 9 I've been writing a bit more for BGN recently, so you can find my staff at Bidding Green Nation. And yeah, it's going to be a really interesting game to break down next week. I'm hoping Jaden Hurts bounces back. I'm hoping that Doug sticks to the same sort of scheme he did this week, but it's not going to be as easy to scheme receivers, to scheme people open against the Washington defense because they do have a much um, better talent level on defense than Dallas does. Anyway, I will speak to you next week, and thank you for listening. You work hard for your money. Are you sure it's working hard for you? You could be sure with Meriwest Credit Union. As a credit union, Meriwest is all about people, you and me. So they do the right thing by offering us better rates, greater choices, and better service. Meriwest Smart Rewards Checking is a perfect example. It's a checking account that pays you, with rates up to 18 times the national average. Really, check it out at meriwest.com. And service? Meriwest takes pride in what they do. Experience it. Your dreams and West's values just go together. Consider West today.